Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lethal Lit. But first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. I got secret hopes and no one has to end them. Why is that so hard? This is Jane Ferranti, recording for Something in the Water. I'm in Hollow Falls at the Take Back the Falls party. As the young residents of this cursed town try to reclaim some control, no matter how symbolic, over their own community. The event was conceived in hope, but in reality is rank with despair. Thick with the unavoidable, pervasive truth. Death stalks them all. The murderers have won, and Hollow Falls and these young people's lives will forever be tied to the evil that rules here and that will continue to rule here. But there's nothing I can do. I stand to the side and let them have their moment of hope and don't dare tell them that it's already too late. And right on cue. Come on, let's get him out front. Lift higher, Max! I'm trying. (laughs) What's happening? None of your business, Jane. Get out of the way. Was he poisoned? Was there a music box? Uh, accidentally ate some oysters. Uh, shellfish allergy. How do you accidentally eat an oyster? Uh, they were slippery. Max, you stay with Walter. I gotta go help Tig. Why isn't Tig with you? I thought you all made up. I, uh, uh, she, she's, uh, she's downstairs. She got locked in. <gasps> there was a music box, wasn't there? Yes, okay? There's no time for this. I'm coming with you, Wynn. Wait! The killer's probably using the back entrance. It lets out by the falls. Follow the trail. This way. Audio courtesy of Jane Ferranti, host of the forthcoming Something in the Water podcast. Are we working together? Well, after she hears this episode, maybe not. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. While Max and Wynne were scrambling to get Walter help, I was in a predicament of my own. After weeks of phone calls and with some dubiously motivated encouragement from Jane, I was standing face to face with the guy who, last time we saw each other, promised me that, quote, we're going to be in this for the long haul. Ollie Price. And I didn't even know if you were going to answer the phone when I gave it to you. And, and I knew it would seem crazy that I was just waiting for you on your doorstep, but it's not like I can walk into a UPS store. Ollie. You know? And, and it was just like, is she going to hate me? And of course, you're going to hate me. You have every right to hate me after what I did, but I, I just had to try. And Ollie. Tig, I need to say this. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid of me. That person I was, I, I, I'm not that. 
That was what Levinson tried to turn me into, but it's not me. I... 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 I Ollie, know... shut up! I get it. Just stop talking for a second. Oh. Okay. Where did you come from? I was trying to find a place we could talk, and, and then I heard voices coming, so I, I ducked back in here. The bootlegger's tunnel. How did you know... Oh, so, confession time. Uh, I kind of already knew the floor plan. When Levinson left you tied up in the basement here. You were with him? Damn it, Ollie. I was the one who saved you. Instead of, you know, he hadn't settled on a book for you yet. I convinced him it'd be a better story to keep playing cat and mouse. That's... I have very mixed feelings about that confession, Ollie. But... uh, Can we dig into that later? What voices? Who did you hear? Two people. One man sounded very agitated, one woman oddly calm. I could hear them talking for a couple minutes, then he started getting short of breath, coughing, choking, and and, and then I think I heard Max's voice over his walkie-talkie. And then the music box. The killer. Why didn't you do anything? Well, by the time I put all the pieces together, the killer was gone. And I know how Strychnine works. His only hope is that Max and Wynn can get him to the hospital in time. Well, we're not doing any good in here, and the door's locked. Where does this tunnel go? Tig, I thought we could talk... After the killer's caught, Ollie. Until then, either help me or get out of my way. In that case, right this way, boss. I'm following Wynne, one of the correspondents from Lethal Lit, as we try to save the show's host, Tig Torres, from the hands of the music box killer. This is pure excitement, folks. Will you please shut your stupid jerk face? Manners, Wynne! I said please. Wynne, slow down! I'm here to stop a killer. What are you even doing here? What is it? Do you see over there? That's the path that leads to the back entrance. So? So! Shut up! The killer could be anywhere. Do you see anything? Not yet. I think there's supposed to be a room back here somewhere. Oh, a room? What is all this stuff? Hang on. I see something. One sec. The Sisters of Montague Academy. They must have stashed all the leftover junk from the school back here when they were renovating. Brock really named the school the Sisters of Montague? That is really, really conceited. Not surprised, though. Wait, what's that glow? Someone's been down here. <clears throat> it's an old TV, hooked up to a camcorder. Someone must have just been down here. It's still playing. Everyone's in uniforms. Looks like a school assembly? Graduation or something. Hang on. They just connected the video. Let me hook up the sound. There! Oh, come on. No need to be so bashful. You look wonderful. Oh, I don't. Ah, that voice. Levinson. Levinson's filming? He must have taught at the school. You are a vision, my dear. No, I'm not. I feel like a blimp. Wait, is that Walter in the background, too? Uh, Brock! Stephanie! You are the only ray of light in this bleak house. 
Um, Ollie, I have something very important to tell you. I know you're not the music box killer. Oh, thank God. I knew you believed me. I knew that I just... I know you're not the killer. Because the killer is really here for you. I'm following Wynne Abbott, the resident muscle of Tig Torres's crew, as we creep down a dimly lit path behind the Montague. Jane! With the music box killer potentially hidden behind every corner. Stop talking. What? Uh, who was that? What the... Anything to say to the listeners out there? Denise? Walter was a sadist. He deserved it. The most out of any of them. Direct from the mouth of the music box killer herself, folks. But what drives someone to such lengths? What makes them take that final step when so many others think about it but never do? What makes a killer become a killer? Is this... Are you going to use all this? This is gold, Denise. Trust me, everyone is going to know your name. Hey, Lethal listeners. Stay tuned. More Lethal Lit is up next. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. There's always more to the mystery, and I could use your help getting to the bottom of it. Join us on Instagram and TikTok at IamTigTorres for more clues and inside info. Tig, Tig, that's crazy. Who'd want to kill me? Besides Wynn, maybe Max? I, I hope not you, and I guess all of Levinson's victims have family that might blame me? Tell Ella I didn't kill Tony. I was with you, remember? Ollie, I didn't say kill you. That sounded like win. It's coming from the wall. Of course, it's the bootlegger's tunnel. They must have brought their hall down the river and through here. Follow the sound of the falls. This is it, this way. Take wait. When? Stay back, Jane. Denise, what did you do to win? Don't look at me. I'm just here recording. Everyone, chill out. No one else needs to get hurt tonight. Well, well, well. Listeners, a new piece has just been added to the board. We have answered the burning question: Where is Ollie Price? And guess what? He's right here. Are you going to tell him, Denise, or should I? Tell me what? Ollie, I... I... Wait. You look familiar. Older, yes, but... You were that girl on the video. With Levinson filming. He was so charming at first. After... 
If you knew the way I grew up. And then to have it feel like someone could actually see me. Don't. This is too good. We also saw who was in the background of the video. Let me guess. Walter. Stephanie. Brock. That's right. The victims of the music box killer. Yep. Anything to say, Denise? They all deserved it. You have no idea what it was like. They were all horrible. Horrible people. Oh, Wally. When I heard your voice on her podcast, I came back as soon as I could, but I knew I knew you wouldn't come out of hiding for nothing. And, and then Jane told me she could find you. But she was right. Look at you. You're right here. Jane? Oh. What? You've been... Don't focus on me. I'm not the story here. What? Who are you? She said that she could get Tig to work with her, and that, that if you come back, if, if, if she could get Tig to work with her. Uh, what do you want with me? Who are you? The name she's been going by is Denise. And she looked just different enough. Older, different hair, big glasses to cover up her features. And it had been years, and memories get hazy, so no one recognized her. Even if something about her seemed familiar, they just dismissed it. It worked! Oh, now I'm here with you, Ali. No. Where is this going? Ollie, meet Denise Pembroke, a.k.a. Anna Kildine. No. Yes. It's true, Ollie. They made me give you up. All of them. I didn't want to give you away, but they made me. They, they said it was embarrassing to me and the school. But was, was he punished? No, of course not. Instead, they gave you to him. To Lev... The monster! And that's why they had to pay. And I knew Brock was only going to be in town for a couple of days for the opening, so it was going to be my only chance. And then Stephanie and... Then Jane told me you were going to be here, and Walter was the last name on my list. But not Levinson himself? I... I... I couldn't. He... You're still afraid of him. Uh, I don't know what it is. But every time I hear his voice, or even his name, I, I got out of this place after a while, but he still had control of you. And I had to do whatever he wanted in order to see you, Ollie. And he made me do horrible things. <laughs> horrible, horrible things. I... I can't... Oh, but he's locked up. He's behind bars. He can't get to us now. He was standing in the way of us ever being together again, Ollie. But, but that's over now. Ollie! Please! Please say something! <laughs> I'm sorry, Ollie. I'm so sorry. Hand me the recorder, Tig. What? Please. For me. 
and that's when I gave my recorder to Ollie. I had put myself ahead of the people who mattered to me for long enough. And though I couldn't fathom everything that was going through Ollie's head in that moment, he was able to see clearly enough to give me a choice. Would I be Mr. Hyde? Be like Jane putting the story first above the actual people involved? Exploiting their moments of deepest sadness just to score a few more clicks? Or would my humanity win out? Could my better impulses triumph? After all Ollie had been through in his life, and how many times he had fought that same battle and lost, I knew this wasn't about the recording. Ollie was giving me a chance to save myself. So I handed it over. But, as we already knew, I wasn't the only one there recording. This is better than I hoped. I'm going straight to number one. Ollie! How could you? I didn't want to. He made me! Did you know what he was? What he was going to do to me? What he had planned? I couldn't stop him. He's too... He's too... You were supposed to protect me. Find me, steal me back, get me out of his grasp, and said you left. You ran. After we faked my death, the police, they came. I had no other choice. I was a child. Yes. Oh, you... Stop! Please. You want to talk about not having Please. a choice? Huh? You left me to be groomed by that monster. Look at me. Look what he turned me into. Do you have any idea what he did to me, what it's like inside my head after everything I Ollie, lived through with him? There is no coming back stop. from that. You have to stop. Otherwise he wins. Levinson wins. <laughs> I... Don't become the thing he tried to turn you into. It's okay, Ollie. It's over. We can still be together again. Ollie... There is no us, Anna. The child you gave up is dead. This is all that's left. Oh, yes. What an incredible last line, Ollie. But the wrong choice. What America really adores is a killer. And that was when Jane stopped her recording. After what she does next, you'll understand why she didn't want this next bit on tape. Too bad for her. Oh, yes, what an incredible last line, Ollie. But the wrong choice. What America really adores is a killer. And turning that off. Don't really want a recording of this next part, do I? Denise, let me help you out. Are you okay? I think so. Oh, those are some nice marks around your neck there. Those are going to bruise perfectly. Shane? Bye, Denise. What? No! No! No, stop! 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 No! What did you do? I wrote a better ending to the story. What? What just... How could you? 
When they find her body, whose handprints will be on her neck? <gasps> Those scratches on your arms look pretty red there, Ollie. Whose skin do you think they'll find under her fingernails? They'll never believe you! Both of us are witnesses! You think they're going to believe him? They'll believe me! The teenage girl who's been secretly chatting with her wanted boyfriend? I have the tapes, Tig. <gasps> you can't do that! Of course I can. How? I have to admit, it was a stroke of luck. My ratings have been tanking ever since the Death in Taos podcast, and so I come here and find out 20 other people are already chasing the same story. But then, I see Denise at the Monty, and she's nervous and sweating, and I decide to tail her and catch her in the act of poisoning Brock. So I corner her the next day at the store, and she breaks down. Tells me everything about Ollie. About only coming back now because Levinson's locked up. Gets literally paralyzed with fear just talking about him. You planned all of this? She was going to off Stephanie and Walter with or without me. So I waited at the hospital for Stephanie to come in. And when you showed up, I knew you were back in it. And I knew I could use you to draw Ollie out. No. The music boxes were just a happy coincidence. The first one was actually just someone leaving a nice gift for Brock. After that, I had Harris rush order me some replicas. Paid him a pretty penny, too. No wonder he thought he could make a fortune off of them. But that's what it takes, Tig. Without a catchy name, you got nothing. Instead, I'm going to have the whole country on the edge of their seat to find out who is the dreaded music box killer. (laughs) And with this ending, oh boy... I'm actually smelling TV on this. But I know the truth. I'll go on Lethal Lit. Tell the real story. Oh, please. That would be the only thing that could make this an even bigger story for me. Then, instead of deranged teenage fugitive murdering his own mother, I have the new Bonnie and Clyde. Famous teenage podcaster joins in murder pact with her killer boyfriend. She's right, Tig. Ollie, you have to get out of here. You're what the world wants, Ollie. They want you to be the monster they're afraid of and afraid to be. They want to listen on the edge of their seats because they're afraid to become what you and I are capable of being. They want you to be that killer, Ollie. And that's all you'll ever be to them, whether you like it or not. And whether you actually did it or not. You have to go, Ollie. Tig, what about... I'll be fine, Ollie. Go! Right after that, the police came storming down the path, finding me, Jane, and a knocked-out Wynn who was just beginning to come to. Denise, or Anna, I should say, wasn't found for six more days when her body washed up downriver. The coroner was all too eager to call it asphyxiation due to the bruises around her neck. I told the police everything exactly as it happened. Jane told them a different story. Guess who they believed? (sighs) A manhunt for Ollie ensued. They found nothing. The burner phone? Disconnected. Now, you're probably wondering, if I stopped recording and Jane stopped recording, how did you just hear everything you heard? 
Well, after I shut off my recorder, the next tape you heard was Jane's. When we were working together, our audio files were all on a share drive that I discreetly set to auto-backup to a computer at the Talon. Smart. Paranoid. Both. I know one thing. She's going to be so pissed when she hears this. (laughs) And the rest? Well, a couple of weeks after the night in question, I found a box on my doorstep. No return address, simply marked for TIG, and containing a tape with this message. Hey, TIG. It's me. I thought I had control, but after that night, after what I almost did, I realized I haven't even begun to get a grip on whatever's inside me. So, you won't be hearing from me for a while. I care too much about you to let you near that. I guess I just remembered how I felt during those moments we had together. The good ones. And, I don't know. I just wanted to run towards that feeling because it was so much better than anything I'd ever had. And then I felt nothing when Jane did what she did. I felt relieved, really. That name, Anna, has no power over me anymore. Another piece of my past that can no longer hurt me. Anyway, keep listening to this tape. I think there's something that you, and yes, your listeners, are going to want to hear. None of this makes me hate him any less. I mean, a little, right? The rest of the recording after that is Jane throwing Denise over the falls. Um, When Jane stopped recording, Ollie turned my recorder back on. And caught everything. And then left it on your doorstep in the middle of the night like a mega-creepo stalker who maybe hasn't really gotten over his murder urges. Jeez. Uh, don't hold back or anything. I guess Ollie brings out spicy Ella. One spicy mozzarella coming up. Regardless, this does clear his name. So we have to take it to the police, right? Tig? Yeah, of course. But... Podcast first. He deserves his name cleared in public. I have the power to make sure the people know the truth. The absolute most satisfying part of this whole ordeal? Jane's been so busy shopping her story around, she hasn't published yet. She's got half a dozen networks caught in a bidding war, and they'll all be racing to get out once the real story... This story hits the air. Oh, and don't forget the whole going to prison for murder thing. Jane, if you're listening, and I say this with all due respect, you deserve everything you get. And Ollie, if you're listening, I have a little bit of a different message for you than I had at the end of last season. And it's this. 
You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. That's from Maya Angelou. I know you're stronger than you give yourself credit for. And what about the person you really ought to be talking to? (sighs) I screwed everything up. So bad. She still has me blocked everywhere. Oh, we know. We're still on the old group chat. You know, the one without you on it. I swear, I wasn't trying to rekindle anything with Ollie. I was just trying to help him. We just heard the tape. Clearly he had a different impression. I don't know what to do. The strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is, on the surface, about the good in us all, represented by Jekyll, and the evil we repress, or let free, represented by Hyde. Even after I was horrible to her, Wynne still ran full speed toward danger to try to stop a killer, and got bashed over the head for it. She was willing to do that for me. And what did I do for her? I'm Jekyll, and I'm Hyde. And guess what? They both suck. Because your good side isn't supposed to let you be that bad to the people who matter the most. When I'm sorry. Right before I moved back to Hollow Falls, I decided that the only important thing in my life was solving the lit killer case. But through all of it, looking back, I found something more important. Someone more important, who made me want to live my life in the present instead of being consumed by my past. I realize now that this podcast has become an excuse for me to be all about me. So I'm giving it up. I'm letting the past stay in the past. And when I hope you can too. This will be my last broadcast for now. Maybe forever, I I don't know. In the hopes that whatever comes next can be about us instead. I'm Tig Torres. And this is Lethal Lit. Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres Mystery, Season 2. Created and executive produced by Heather Einhorn and Adam Staffaroni. Created by Alex Segura and Monica Gallagher. Executive produced by iHeartRadio. Head writer, Melanie Hoops. Writers, Louis Kornfeld, Jasmine Alshami, and Adam Staffaroni. Directed by Kritzia Bajos, with performances by Rebecca Soler as Tig Torres. Shelley Shinoy as Wynn, Matt Gumley as Max, Luke Slattery as Ollie, Rachel Oramland as Ella, with Kritzia Bajos and J.B. Blanc. Special guest Chuck Bryant as Brock Montague. Additional voices, Paul Guyot, Caleb Yen, Stacey Mosley, Alba Ponce de Leon, Stephanie Shea, Christian Ochoa, Louis Kornfeld, and Megan Gray. Post sound and music by Chapter 4. Sound supervision and sound design by Sarah Gibalaska. Music by Kareem Duwady. Produced by Arup Sanakaila and Bo Youngblood. Development executive, Greg Lockhart. Production coordinator and script supervisor, Laura Martin. Operations, Laura Kaufman. Marketing and publicity, Jesse Post. Digital marketing, Jennifer Gennaro. Creative direction and design by Ryan McCann. 
Key art illustrated by Rebecca Mock. Promotional art illustrated by Brie Newman. Special thank you to The Shadow Unicorn. Head to lethalitpodcast.com to share theories, discover new evidence, and follow case updates. Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres Mystery.